This is Getting Past Subtitles. My name is Sean Peel. This is DK Lee. And welcome to week number three of our interesting little time travel genre kind of theme uh, series here. Uh, Just to recap from last week, we watched Heaven Soldier. Um, Interesting action time travel movie. Pretty drama. Pretty genre, my bad. Uh, Pretty cool. But this week, we are still with Lee's pick and an interesting one. Uh, Lots of changing gears compared to Heaven Soldier, for sure. Uh, And that is we watched um, Ditto. This was released in 2000, directed by Kim Ju Kwong. And, hmm. For me, so my first experience watching it, um, I think so did yours, right? Uh, my first impression after watching it, super melodramatic. <laughs> like, yeah. really, really melodramatic. Like, the tone was really consistent in sort of this melodrama romance, you know? But it comes with an interesting spin, I think, to me, mm. on sort of a romance trope. Yeah. Uh, but for you, what is your experience and kind of why did you pick this? Uh I mean, I think for me, my first impression of it, I did enjoy the movie. Mm. Uh, I just saw saw a few places were kind of like lacking in terms of, um, I think the acting was a little bit like weak um, overall. They're actually very good actors. They actually got a lot better. This is like when they were a lot younger. Sure. So, you know, it's kind of more fresh and the acting's a little kind of sometimes cheesy a little bit um mm. weak but i think overall um they did good enough that i wasn't too distracted by that mm. um on the other hand i think the ending of the movie was kind of really weak <laughs> uh it it kind of left off uh with just giving us a lot of just questions and unanswered like sure things about you know what the point of the movie was really kind of and i think that little like mon like monologue that he has about <laughs> like yeah. sympathy and the scent yeah all yeah. of that was kind of bogus i think for me <laughs> and no, i that was kind of like the centerpiece of the movie i think right yeah, yeah. but i it really didn't uh hit the way that i think that it should have it should have yeah right so i i share the same sentiments that you have i do also think that the ending was lacking in like being definitive mm. in a way right yeah in, in terms of storytelling like we kind of talk about plot and like this curve and there's like beginning climax and kind of like ending resolution and a finish and this movie sort of lacks in i think a bit of a climax and really just like the latter half of resolving kind of the film yeah like I had, like it, like it's there, but it there's just no impact to it. Yeah, the resolution wasn't really satisfying for me. Right, right. And it's interesting because as I was watching the movie, I had that thought of like, I don't know where they're gonna go with this movie. Same, same. And they didn't know <laughs> where they're gonna go with the movie as well. It seemed like, like basically by the end of the movie, it was like I I told myself, was this really the point? Yeah. Like, is this really like what? The reason why I watched this whole movie. And I felt like it wasn't strong enough. Exactly. You know? It felt empty. But um, 
So your pick, what exactly what exactly was this movie? So uh Ditto is about a movie about um this girl who is in university and she finds this radio. Well, she was is look she has a crush on this guy who just came back from the army and he's back in the university and she's kind of stalking him in a way. Not and, in a way, like for yeah. sure stalking. <laughs> <laughs> and while while she's doing that, she's trying to act casual and she happens into this radio club. And um, one of the members of the radio club, they basically give her the radio because it's broken and they don't need it anymore. And and he's like, yeah, just take it. But I don't need it anymore. So she takes it home and she tries it at home and it actually works. And she at first doesn't know what it's about, but like the person on the other side is like talking to her. So she's like, "Okay, yeah, um, I want to learn how to use this radio. So can you teach me? And so she decides to meet the guy because he also says that he is in the same um, university. So they're like, okay, great. I'll give you a book so that, you know, you can learn about how to use the radio. And so they decide to meet on the next day um, at the clock tower in the university. And so they both go there, but they miss each other. Um, And the girl comes back home and the guy comes back home. And they talk to each other that night and they're like, hey, I was there for two hours. Where were you? And the girl's also like, I was there for two hours. Where were you? And that's the start of the kind of um, the weird things that start happening. (laughs) And you're kind of like, what's going on? Right. And so basically what they realize is that she is living in 1977 and he is living in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. And. Um, as they start talking to each other, like obviously they don't believe each other, so they're kind of like skeptical about who they are, and yeah. and they both think that they're scamming each other, right? Like they're like you <laughs> yeah. know scamming and lying about who they are. But uh, the guy in the future, Jin, and the girl in the past, Soon, um, the guy basically tell like looks at like news and stuff like that of the past and. He basically tests her and asks her, like, hey, if you're really from a past, like, do you know what happened on this day? And basically, she's like, yeah, uh, one of the politicians, like, died or whatever. Like, well, like these things that actually make sense for that time period. And mm-hmm. he gets shocked and he finally realizes that this girl is actually uh, from the past. Yeah, I think it's the other way around. He, like, tests her that. Because he, like, figures out that she's from the past first. Yeah, that's what I said. He yeah. tests her. No, you said that she tests him. No, no, I said yeah. he tests her. Did I say she tests him? Oh, you did say he tests her. But it wasn't, like, a test. He, like, just gave her the facts and was, like... Well, well, he did test her because he says, like, I want you to, like, name, like, what happened, like, on this day or, like, um, like, tell me what happened, like, like, some kind of on the news because he was like looking at the archives on the uh-huh. on the laptop to check if that was the right like news. I thought it was the other way that he he like looked at specific events that happened in seventy nine mm-hmm. and then told her like this is what's going to happen. Like he does do that too. Uh-huh. Like, he does he does say like oh what is that after like the, the president's fact? gonna die and like oh, right, he tells yeah, him yeah. like she he tells him like the riots are gonna like happen mm-hmm. and stuff like that and the curfew and stuff like that right. you know all that stuff. But uh, yeah, he does test her to make sure like she's uh, actually like there. And 
And then and then he starts telling her all the like future stuff as they get closer. Mm. But basically, yeah, that's like the um overarching timeline story sure. where they they uh communicate with each other. Um while that's happening, um Soon from the past, she has the crush on the guy and she develops um a relationship with him. Um uh, because she used to like send him like letters while she was at the army and stuff, and they kind of have an acquaintance, and so she kind of gets closer and closer to him, and he also kind of has an interest in her. So she, he asks her out to a play, a musical, or something like that, and they agree, and they um, were about to go together, but then they aren't able to because someone has a previous engagement with her friend, appointment with her friend, and they decide to hang out. But it happens that. She also has a friend who was about who's part of the musical or whatever, and so Soon and um, Sunmi, right? Yeah, Sunmi go together to the um, play, and since uh, Soon already knows that he's gonna be there, they all sit together and they kind of enjoy the musical together, mm-hmm. and they hang out together, and then so Soon's uh, relationship blooms with Tonghi. His name's Tonghi, by the way. And as that's happening, uh, she someone starts like you know telling uh, more and more about her relationship with uh, Tongi to um, the guy in the future, Jian, because you know she feels kind of comfortable talking to him, like like right. he's her diary and sure. stuff like that, and <laughs> and they start you know like talking about it, but then she realizes, well, not really, um, and then and then she starts like telling him about the guy the boyfriend right and at one point jian like tells um Son that his parents also used to go to the university yeah and he's like oh then do you know um my yeah. parents and then like he tells her the names of his parents yeah and his parents name is tongi and sunmi <laughs> which is Son's friend and also the Great. guy that she likes dun, dun, and dun. that's a big like twist that happens and so she's like <gasps> someone is like devastated <laughs> yeah. after hearing that and realizing that Tonghi is not gonna get with her basically and she starts realizing like these little moments when you know Tonghi and Sunmi like you uh-huh. know get acquainted and get like closer together and stuff like that and basically she decides to uh Stop loving the dude. <laughs> give and, up on that relationship. Yeah, give up on that <laughs> relationship. And Jin, like he said that, like without knowing anything. Right, but then right. he also goes back to his old house to see all the different things of the university in the past and stuff like yeah. that for fun. But then, like he realizes that Tone was the um, middle friend, was the mother's <laughs> friend, his mother's friend. Right. And after realizing that, and after realizing that. Uh, Son liked his father. He is in a dilemma too because he's like, if Son gets with my father, then what happens to me? Right, because right. you know, like I might disappear <laughs> from the world or something like that. And so he has that dem- dilemma. Um, all the while, he has this like weird side story <laughs> with this uh, girl who it's won't like, stop leaving it's, him alone. It's like Son, but. In two thousand, right? Yeah, it's like, like it's like someone, but like like the like the same qualities of like having a crush and being stalkerish. Yeah, but more annoying. The more annoying, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Having like a different personality, yeah, but having the same level of attachment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so 
he has his own like relationship, you know, issues and stuff like that. But um, basically at the end, he finds out about the present time zone and yeah. checks up on her and sees where she is mm-hmm. and hopes that she's happy because, you know, he feels bad because he's alive. You know what I mean? My parents Joe. basically <laughs> ruined your relationship with the dude. So he goes and she happens to be a teacher at a different university. Right. And he goes and checks and he sees her. Um, and yeah, he sees her and is like, oh yeah, <laughs> she seems happy and she he leaves. And at the end, there's this like little monologue about sense and like, <laughs> like, you know, having the sense that, you know, lives on instead of dying and fading away. Dude, I, don't even, I don't even remember them. Like the monologue was such nonsense. Yeah. I was like, what? And right, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically how it ends. Uh, he basically, uh, Chi in, in the present time, yeah. um, gets with his, uh, his girlfriend, his the girl that like yeah, follows the, her him around the whole time. The strange friend that is a girl that he has a crush on. Yeah. That yeah. And uh <laughs> Tolan, she stops loving Tony yeah. and she goes her own path. It's like <laughs> it's like she's like a peaceful widow, like that yeah. kind of vibe, you know? Like she's she's not like okay, so he the resolution kind of is oh, this is the girl from the past and well, she has to be alive and he finds out, he wants to track her down and he finds out that she used to be a teacher at the same university that he attends, but she transferred like two years ago when he started being a student to a new school. So he tracks down that school and then goes visits her. And then there's like this whole like more melodramatic scene of like, they make eye contact and it's like, oh my God, that's her. And she's like, oh my God, that's him. But he, I don't think she really knows. She just like looks at him. But it definitely knows. Like the scene was definitely like, that's them. But then they have like this mutual, like silent acknowledgement and they don't really say anything. They just walk past each other. But the vibe that you get from like where she's at now is, this, you know, peaceful widow. Cause you yeah. know, she doesn't see that like, oh, she's, you know, married somebody else and has kids or whatever, but she's just rather by her lonesome yeah. lonesome but not like grieving still right. you know so it's, it's kind of it's weird. a weird ending yeah because like for me it it doesn't really signify this like really happy like she's living exactly ever after yeah, kind yeah. of thing that it, it kind yeah. of feels more like she still has a little <laughs> like <laughs> resentment no like, not resentment but like she has a little part of her that she can't let go of this guy which is why she Right. Never met another person <laughs> kind of like that. That's weird. It's a weird kind of ending. Exactly. It's I mean the whole like his resolution of I, I need to go meet her, but like but why? Yeah. Like what is what are you trying to get out of it? I want know? to well, he explicitly says, I want to see if she's happy, right? Right, right. And if she's living happily. And I don't know if she's like living <laughs> but <is> happily that... <laughs> per se. She is living and she is doing, you know, yeah, her own thing. She's good, but um it just lets off yeah it's a weird weird vibe at the end yeah i enjoyed it until the twist i think (laughs) (laughs) it's funny it's It's literally like i like the twist but then everything that kind of came after that it was it was like okay but what and it's interesting because i kind of had a feeling that might happen sure sure like in the hospital as soon as like he got hurt Mm -hmm. and then I I just kind of thought that it might happen that like he and and uh, someone's friend would get together for some right, reason. Right. It actually happened. I was like, <laughs> well, I knew like the dead giveaway was when 
um, they were talking. So he was like doing the research outside, and then um, the girl's name, uh, Hanji, she gave him like the letter from his parents. Yeah, and he read it, and then it was like, oh, you forgot about your mom's birthday. He was like, oh shit, and then it cuts to her, and then it cuts to something giving. So me her birth- birthday. birthday gift. Yeah. So it's her birthday. So at that moment, I was like, oh, well, that's the mom, you know? Mm. And I was like, okay, so what is, like, if that's the mom, then what's, like, what exactly is the details? Mm. And then it's revealed that, oh, like, those are the parents and your best friend took your boyfriend away yeah. from you kind of bit. And then, like, like all that, like, the ending part was so funny because it's so melodramatic. <laughs> like, especially, like, when um, Tone and uh, Sammy are, like, Someone's like walking down the stairs, uh, and somebody's like walking up the stairs, and they don't look at like, each other. They just pass by. Silent resentment, and like, yeah. I don't yeah. like you, but you don't know why I don't like mm-hmm. you. See that whole segment too. I didn't like. I felt it was a little cheap and Cheesy. rushed in the yeah. way that because because it was like the reveal, and then like them talking on the radio, and it was like Salt Moon like kind of tearing up in a way, mm-hmm. and then after that, it cuts to like the next day and. She basically acts cold towards Sonmi because she's yeah. like she gets released from the hospital. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to be your friend. Um, and then everything after that is, you know, she's also not affectionate towards Dongyi anymore yeah. and kind of ignores him in a weird way. And then it cuts to like it does that, and then gives you like random flashbacks of these moments of Sonmi and uh, Donghi like having interactions and kind of getting closer in a yeah. weird way. But it, that felt like a cheat because that's not something I really saw in real time. It's yeah. just like, oh, now she's feeling this. You're just showing us these things to kind of like yeah, padding, padding it out so right, that we right. can kind of understand what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, I get it because at the same time, like at this point, the movie is already an hour and a half in, you know? So yeah. it's, you got to wrap it up sometime. So you It would have been nicer if they added that in the beginning. So that it would pay off later, you know? Right, right. Where, when that reveal happened that Tongi and, and Sami were, like, together. Mm. If we had, like, little moments of, like, Tongi and Sami kind of, like... Because they already showed it. They already shot it, right? So if they kind sure. of move that forward, like, while maybe, like, Son was visiting the hospital, mm. she goes out to, like, get some coffee, and then she comes back in, and she sees, like, Sami and Tongi, yeah. like, just conversing. Like, it's it's not even like they're, like, like mm. each other it's just like they're having these like conversations yeah. they seem kind of like you know yeah, good yeah. together and then later on if that reveal happened then you'd be like oh shoot yeah, yeah. you know it would have been good because it would have added a layer of suspicion and like tensity right, to right. the movie whereas here which would pay off later exactly but, then, but here it's like you already knew what happened and now it's and they're just showing you kind of like yeah. little flashbacks that never really we right. ever saw it only did it for like that one scene. Like mm-hmm. it was really just to kind of exaggerate this mellow, dramatic, like sad moment for yeah. for Sonun. But that would have been a lot better if it put it more forward. Because they already kind of did that with the uh, the play that play right, when they're right. all three three of them together. Yeah, and then you know after when they uh, go back to the hospital and they come out of the taxi and mm-hmm. they kind of like have that little bit of like yeah they already know each other yeah yeah yeah. So, so I think sense. it would have been like it would have worked out if you added a little a few more of those after whenever she visits the hospital, whenever right. someone visits the hospital again. They kind of kept it going because even after that, because technically they don't, there aren't the hints of them kicking it off, quote unquote, until after they meet at the hospital. Because yeah. that's the only moment that they, Somi and Donghi meet like by themselves yeah. without someone in yeah. the mix, and then that's where they have like he tells the story, whatever. But even then, like the 
the thing happens, the reveal happens, and then it immediately cuts to the scene of when they finally meet at the hospital. Yeah. So, like, you could have then put those flashback scenes, like, immediately after it and just kind of, you know, kind of kept the intensity more. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. It's whatever. But one of my, one of my, uh, the weirdest thing for, for me while I was watching was when Tongi goes up to Soon. He goes like this Dude, to her oh face. Yeah. And the he's like, in her face and, like you're, rubs you're, down. and he's like, your face is small. I and was then, like, am I watching face off right now? I'm like, <laughs> why did you do that? Like, it was so random. It's, so out of place. What gets me is that. Have you seen Face Off with Nicolas Cage and John Travolta? Well, I, I did, but it was like a while ago. So, so like one of the main things that like is in that movie. So like they swap faces, right? And yeah. then whatever, whatever. But one of the key characteristics of John Travolta's character is between he does it between his wife and his kids. It's like he does that move where he rubs his hands down his daughter's and wife's face as like this weird intimate connection. Uh, so like when they swap faces, he does it, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's actually you." Oh. So when I see it here, I'm like, "Is this somehow?" Like a, a sexy thing? Like, is this an intimate action? That... You know what's funnier? Because, like, she does that to him at the end. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is this supposed to mean? Like, is this a secret code for something that I don't know? Like, right. am, I, am I missing something? I'm like, this is, this is supposed to signify being romantic? Because it's not. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, it's... it's like hella weird. Yeah, it's so out of place. Like, he, like she, at the end, when Tongyi goes to Seon... And he's like, hey, like, it turns out you're right about the president. Uh, he actually yeah. died and, like, everything happened. And she just goes up to him and she just puts her hand on him for, like, a second. And then she just leaves. And just she like, just bounces. I'm letting you go. Yeah, it's, that move never hits home. It's just That's so weird. I was, I was just kind of confused at what that, like, socially, what that means, <laughs> right. you know? <laughs> that would never fly today. Get that dirty hand out of my face. <laughs> so are like, you trying to see if you can grab my my head with like, one hand? Is it equivalent to a kiss on the forehead kind of deal? You know, like even that would have worked. You should have just better. done that. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know what this is communicating per se. Exactly. Yeah, that was, that was pretty dumb. Yeah, that was the weirdest. That was funny though. Was like, <laughs> why? And then, but it's funny because with something, there's always like these shots in this weird infatuation with her face because mm-hmm. like in the beginning right she's in her room like right before the uh the radio goes off she's like in a room and she's like studying her face she's just like la like whatever yeah. la 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 yeah. and that kind of like these shots of her kind of like her i don't know admiring her lips or whatever like keep coming back i don't know why it's such a I'm a like maybe, a motif in the movie for some reason. Maybe it was a fetish of the director <laughs> or something. Ooh, lips. I don't know. So like nice. just checking yourself out like a sense of narcissism. I don't know. Right. Is this a weird like tropey college girl move that you're trying to go with? Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. In Korea, there is a thing though like where having a small face is like uh, desirable. Sure. So I guess that's part of it. But I don't know. That's weird. I guess like, it kind of makes sense. But it's like no one really does this. And check it like, hey, your head's small. Like it's perfect. <laughs> it's just the right size. I don't I don't think that's the go-to move on a date. <laughs> <laughs> measure the face with your hand, like, nah, it's too round. It's not gonna last today. Yeah, it's just funny. Um, what did you prefer more? The like Sotwin's timeline and her story or Jean's kind of story? 
I liked Solon's timeline better mm. until the end. <laughs> <laughs> it just got to like, you know, I, I liked her relationship with her friend. Sure. And that dynamic I liked. Um, her dynamic with um, Dongyi as well. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I I, I enjoyed it and mm. you know, seeing them together. I think for me, the future timeline. The only thing that kind of was weird was the the Hyunji. Like that that sure. she. I don't know. It was kind of like off putting how like <laughs> how like clingy she was right to him and like he just literally. Did not care what she was doing or who she was. Like, barely, like I mean, she would always come to him and, like, he would not really, like, reciprocate any kind of, like... Sure, sure. You know, too much. But, I mean, yes, but no, but... Well, like, it's it's very, like, one-sided, though. You know what I mean? Like, in the sure. way that... Yeah, yeah. At certain points, you think, like, you're not sure if it's a love relationship or mm-hmm. it's just, like, friend relationship yeah. or if it's, like, a... I don't know what like, it what is, is like. Yeah, 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 like I don't know what's happening sometimes, like with their relationship. Where, like, I know clearly that she likes him, but like for him, it's like, what is this? He's so busy, like trying to figure out the radio <laughs> thing that I don't even know, like, if like she, get out of my face, cares. yo. Like, and, and and there was just like a, I feel like a level of like him. It felt like he was made to be the receiver of the, you know, the transmissions, whereas like. She, it felt like it, it felt like it was Hoenn's story, and he was really just like this really minor character that they needed to kind of like send the letters back into the future. Sure. And so, yeah, it just kind of like it was kind of weak for me, mm. like that that future timeline. I see what you mean. I I feel like what they were in terms of like the structure of you know whose story it was. I feel like what they wanted to go with was a duality to it like so i mean really the first half and i mean really even most of the movie was song story yeah um because we really don't even see jing to like the midway point um and i think up until his reveal it then becomes his story you know because even with the conclusion it is his story you know yeah I mean? like it's sort of his conclusion but i think we had already spent so much time with Sonin and that she has a little more of an emphasis, especially with like, I think, the relationship. I think for me the, the the problem is I just didn't feel like his relationship with Hyunji uh-huh. there wasn't a big enough conflict or anything there yeah. that warranted any kind of like investment for me sure. to care about their relationship too much. Yeah. And when they got together at the end, I was like, yeah, it was obviously gonna happen. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't really like well, anything to really like it really it was and two it, it was purely a side piece it had no like zero impact on the main story of at all Sun yeah and then directly impacting gene's life yeah it didn't like, impact his life at all the problem like, yeah like the radio part didn't impact his life exactly in in his relationship with hyunji like yes but not enough like not really like she doesn't care if he's talking to some random girl on the radio. Like she cares, but like there's nothing that well that like, like makes the conflict. But but like it has like no greater impact in a way. Yeah, like yeah. like she cares, right? Like yeah. in the in the sense that like she goes to while he's trying to fix the radio, like she like cling is clingy there. Mm-hmm. Like while like he, he he like tells her about the radio and like yeah, yeah. and she thinks that he's crazy the whole time until the very end but she hears it herself right, right? 
And so like all of that, as that's going on, it just never feels like there's a moment of having a really big, can you stop with this radio thing and like pay attention to me? Like right. it never really felt like that. Sure. Me, so, sure. I mean, like the conflict was, didn't feel big enough. For me. Yeah. 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 It, like, like for me, I think the problem is if you cut her out, you still would have had a movie. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's fundamentally the problem with anything. If you just include something that's there for fluff, like if it really has no impact on the overall story of how it goes, yeah. then you will always get the sense of like, why, why is that there? Yeah. Or like, it, it just doesn't hit home for some reason. And that's why, because Honji, like there's not, yeah, there's no reason for her to be there. Exactly. Really. Cause the main like twist is that Sultan has a relationship is directly connected to Jean's like parenthood and like yeah. his life. And like, you know, now he's like, he feels a little sympathy for her because he's sort of the product of like breaking up her relationship yeah. or whatever but hanji is just like this random side piece of yeah. his life i actually thought in the beginning when i saw hanji that she might be the daughter of of someone or oh. something like that that complicates uh, yeah, things that would be crazy wouldn't that happen much better as like, we are rewriting the script <laughs> as we speak <laughs> like wouldn't that have been more like you know climactic and this would have been a long movie have some kind of stake <laughs> right where you're like, oh crap, this is something else. Right? And it would be like a taboo relationship that they were right. kind of having. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but like, it, like it's funny because despite my criticism, I actually think I have a preference to Jean's story over mm-hmm. Sotin. Just because his character, like both of them are more interesting than Sotin to me. Because like her, it's pretty typical like shy girl one-sided yeah. crush kind of deal and then just like that whole bit between her and dong he is just like super like melodramatic but like super like linear like yeah you can predict the whole thing like oh she has this crush on him and then he notices her and then they go on dates and like it just like follows these tracks all the way through and it isn't even like like there isn't a conflict between them like the only conflict that happens that breaks it up is Jean when he reveals like, oh, you guys are never destined to be yeah. together. And that messes it up. So it's like super linear and it's a little boring in that sense. But that's why I take an issue to Jean because he has a little more dynamic in his character and Hanji too is a little more outgoing and kind of like, I don't know, like the youthfulness of them is mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, And also to like, you can never, it's hard to pinpoint at first what the relationship is. Um, you know, like, you're like, is it a friendship? Is it a romance? Like, what's going on? And it really isn't pinpointed up until, like, Sotun and Jean like, finally become close because they buy each other's story of, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're from the past, I'm from the future. And then he clearly says, like, oh, yeah, I do have somebody I like. And then it goes back to the present day with them. So you're like, oh, so, like, they are kind of into each other but not dating. Like, they have this yeah. weird... So, like, all that is interesting because it's complex to me, you know? But... At the end of the day, like it doesn't, like it. The ending is hinting that it leads to something, yeah. But ultimately, like, like the story itself is a drawback because, like, the real importance is this whole twist and the time travel bit, you know. Yeah. So I think that I mean for me, like, the problem is the movie is at that point there's just so much going on, you know. There's just like so many side, so many side plots going on, and so many things that they want to stack. You're fitting a little too much to kind of handle, and you ultimately just let down on everything yeah you know because there's no like good payoff per se you know 
I mean, I, I think the twist was good, and it felt like a good twist. Yeah. It just felt like... But you didn't do anything with it. Yeah, like like how they resolved it was yeah. kind of lackluster. And for me, going back to, you know, you talking about everything being linear for her story mm. in the past, I think that cliche mm. kind of did a disservice in terms of, like, the acting, I think. I think agree. maybe... Yeah, I agree. I don't know about the mindset of the actor, mm. obviously, but I think... Because it was such a cliche kind of like storytelling or like kind of story, it might have led the actor into acting it in a very cliche way. Yeah. yeah. And I think that might have been one of the reasons why it felt so much like the way that you explained it. Mm -hmm. Because at least for the future, right? And those two characters, like it's not nothing really cliche there. Nothing like that's so like, you know, overdone that you have something to fall back on in terms of acting where like you know a lot of times when you start uh watching movies or like you know you go into acting mm. there are these like cliche things that people do and like you've yeah. seen so many times and and that once you've seen it like when you're trying to act it out you fall back to it right mm-hmm. and i think maybe someone's actor might have kind of fallen into that pitfall the future people kind of got you know the longer end of the stick because they didn't really have to deal with that per se right so i think in that sense the reason why i felt like the acting was kind of like eh, was because of that yeah yeah i agree i 100 agree with you i think it is like i think it is the script is letting down the actors and you know it is giving them restraint in the past and Mm. giving them a little more playfulness in the future yeah and that's why it's kind of that way and two like if you, you know, you get that feeling of like cliche has kind of happened in the past and, you know, it takes place in the 70s. So you already have an idea of how romance has happened then. Like mm-hmm. cliche a bit. It's like it happens one sided. Yeah. Like the way that it all happens is kind of to your mindset in the mm-hmm. past and it feels one note. And I think that's like the idea that they had and what is portrayed. And then in the future, like modern day, when you think of like modern times, feels more loose like more yeah. you know i don't want to say like experimental but more um what's the word i'm looking for <laughs> um improvised mm. right it just has like two very different feelings like when i think of the past i think cliche when i think of the present i think more modern in yeah. that sense so that's kind of like the duality that i get too is like even in their dialogue the way that they speak is so much more casual towards each other and again like even uh hunji and uh Ji-in's relationship is complex like it isn't super like i have a crush on you and then we're gonna yeah. go on dates like as it does in the past you know like there's pretty defined differences yeah i i think is the funny thing is like cliche i feel like is born out of the mind of of people right you know what i mean i don't think people in that era live by those cliches you know like right, right. but but like as yeah, we like have these things that we've enjoyed and we liked, and we continuously, mm-hmm. repeatedly like produce it, and therefore yeah. we assume that this is the way that it was, right. rather than like actually it being that way, right? Mm-hmm. And so like it becomes part of ingrained in our memories, uh, like a, a kind of false memory sure, yeah. of thinking that it was like that when in reality <laughs> it wasn't really like that yeah. it might there at least might to have them been, that's not what they there, thought. there might have been like little inklings of 
something like that, but mm-hmm. like it's probably not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, any favorite scenes? I'm gonna think about it. What about you? Particular moments. Um, I mean, I really like the duality between Jean and Hongji. I like their interactions. I think the scene where, so when we first meet Jean and he's waiting on the clock tower, and he's he always like questions her. He's like, "Am I standing behind Sumi University?" He's like, "Is oh, yeah. it like two o'clock?" Whatever. He's like kind of baffled by what's happening, and he has like a super sarcastic personally just mm. or whatever and especially towards how he treats her and the relationship but when they go back to the cafe and she's like why were you waiting out there like why were you waiting for somebody and he's like she's like why are you waiting for me and he says he's like of course i was waiting for you everything i do is for you my family's <laughs> motto is love on Hyunji. just like that uh that sarcasm is mm. and that dynamic is great it's a neat like i really like the scene because it is a great introduction to who they both are mm. and establishes like their dynamic together yeah you know because it's the first time that we see them i think it's just a great encompassing of like this is what's to expect from them for the rest of the movie yeah i, I like the scene um when uh they come out after fixing the uh trying to fix the radio and they're like walking mm. at the bus stop and <laughs> they're at the bus stop and she's like hey you know, we're going to have to take a taxi now because there's no buses left. And, like, <laughs> literally a bus comes and, he gets, and he gets on. And I love how it was framed because, like, the bus covers the... Uh, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, the bus covers the frame and then, like, you just see her standing outside but alone. She's like, oh, like, she's continuously being disappointed by yeah. him, you know? Oh, well, yeah, I like that. I like that moment. I like the scenes with Son and Sunmi, too. Like, just their dynamic, too. It's yeah. an interesting dynamic. Uh, where like Sami's more outgoing, right? Sure. She's kind of like more carefree. Yeah, I where, like Sami's character too. Yeah, lot. whereas like uh, Sohun's a lot more reserved. And that <laughs> dynamic between them, and kind of seeing how they interact with uh, Tongi, actually, you know, like yeah, yeah. how it's so it's it's so different. Like you really only get like two scenes with Tongi and Sami, <laughs> yeah. but you can already like tell how much more she's like, yeah, chill, yeah, uh, friendlier, yeah, casual. towards him. Whereas, like, someone's very cautious and, like, you know, yeah. doting on him. One's so very, an like, formal man. and the other one's, like, formality out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it just would have been so much more interesting to see more of, like, the progression of Somi and Dong He's interactions and, mm. like, their relationship building and kind of leaving. I think what, what they might have thought was, like, if we add too many scenes, it might be too obvious. And it might ruin the <laughs> the twist. The twist. Yeah, but I think it would have had the opposite effect. I think it would have just kind of made it more enjoyable. A good, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But too, like time constraints, I feel was also a factor because, like, at that point, like the movie's two hours, and I feel like if we you added all those elements, could have been like three hours easy. I don't know. I think you could have just moved yeah. around a few things within what they already had. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Yeah. Um. I feel like there was something else I was gonna mention, but I forgot. I was gonna like want to talk about like the moment that I got like lost, or because I guess you two you you said this mentioned the same. Like as you're watching it, there's a certain moment when like the movie's dragged on for so long, and you're kind of wondering like where is this going exactly? Yeah, and like I think So Un's story is like half of the movie, just her alone. 
and I'm wondering like where is this relationship going or really I was wondering where's the time travel bit <laughs> like when is this gonna happen uh, and what's the purpose like what's going on and then it happens and I thought it was a pretty cool transition of like okay the radio obviously and then they kind of talk and then you finally get seeing when they meet at the clock tower and it like montage sequence and then like for like almost another hour after that it's just Ying and Sun like talking on the radio and like establishing who they are and then just like figuring out the problem of like what's going on like because they constantly go have like misconceptions of, like oh it was raining that day like yeah. no it was like sunny and dusty and it's like you're crazy no you're crazy and it's just back and forth for a while mm -hmm. while also like throwing in personal live scenes and during that time I'm just wondering what's the purpose of the time travel bit? Yeah. Like what is what is ultimately like this going to lead to? For yeah. like, you know what I mean? And then it happens kind of casually. Like I really I just like the twist in itself. Like the way that it happens, it just kind of gets thrown in there like nonchalant and it's like, "Oh." And then it kind of keeps going. Like, yeah. "Oh, that's great." And I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of a cool way to frame the your best friend, steals your boyfriend kind of bit." Yeah. And then and like I said, like everything after that is just kind of a disappointment, honestly. But I think too, like the movie's really draggy in the mm. sense that I kept wondering, like, what's the purpose of this, or when's this gonna happen? Like, just through and through, just felt. Like well, yeah, like as you're watching it, especially when you get to the twist and everything coming forward from that, you you're just kind of like, I wonder how they're gonna resolve it, right? Because there's certain things that you really have to resolve, which are like. Soon's relationship with Tong Hee, mm -hmm. um, Ji In's relationship with Soon, and kind of like his acceptance or understanding of his lineage, right? And like how that affects you know Soon and stuff like that. But I, I just, I honestly, the most simplest way to put it is, I just wasn't really satisfied with the way that the it was resolved yeah. in terms of like Soon and how her life resolved and Ji mm -hmm. and how he made peace with everything like <laughs> i get it's weird because he has this moment where he's like should i say something to her about him being my father and like him, her being my mother and doing something about that and like he kind of never really does tell her right, yeah. right? like yeah. he never really actually like comes out straight yeah comes up straightforward and be like hey like you know this is my father yeah and you you know this is my mother and like i think if there was some kind of like coming to terms between Soon and Jean about that, like, more straightforward and less poetically, uh, I think I would have enjoyed that more. Yeah. Whereas I think how they resolved it was, like, this very uh, poetic, almost, like, abstract way of, like, them looking <laughs> at each other and, like, also, like, the scent stuff and, right, like, right. her living on and, like, like all that. And I'm just like, ah. Like I didn't, I, I don't know if I signed up for this, you know. <laughs> it's not it's not up for this. Yeah, it never hits home. And two, like that, that is a point that is uh, common throughout the film because none of them, well, mainly Gene, uh, because he he really figures out everything first. Mm -hmm. so, like once we go to his side, um, once we introduce to him, like most of his part of the story is figuring everything out. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> and then like trying to prove like his hypothesis with Sotin yeah. and then like back and forth that way. But he never, like even when he figures out, he never comes out about it. Like he, 
he figures it out and then he goes on to just casually talk about it and question yeah something. like he, it's never directly like i'm actually from the year 2000 like you know he's, yeah he just and keeps... then like you know once he goes to his old house and he sees all of the like pictures and stuff right like why would you not like i understand like he gets shocked and that's why like he doesn't talk to her for like a few days but i'm like i would be like I would like go talk to her, be like, "Yo, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is how it's gonna go go down. Like, you can choose your own fate, but uh, this is how it is yeah, in yeah. the future, you know." I, I guess that's just me, but like, it was just it's just kind of like a weird kind of thing where like they just kind of it's 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 to drag on the drama, right? Obviously, to kind of like make the tension higher, but like, it, I felt like it's kind of. Uh, fabricated it's not really like yeah. a genuine like tension yeah. there because i mean they both have answers to each other's questions and they both withhold it from each other yeah and then once she figures out like oh those are his parents names that's the guy that i like and my best friend she never tells him like yeah. it, it's up to him to figure it out yeah, himself. They, they both figure it out but they never talk to each other <laughs> exactly about it. that's why it's, i just feel very like it's like just, annoyed like, yeah <laughs> like, i wanted some kind of resolution there but they never really give it out so. exactly it would at least create like more tension, like it kind of create like oh yeah that kind of sense, but whatever. So I watched um, Heaven Soldier last, which is an action time travel, and then the first one was uh, A Girl Who Left Her Time, which was like a coming of age kind of comedy drama. It's interesting. It's this movie kind of has a little bit of like that feeling. From a girl who left at the time, in so? terms of the parent and the parent stuff and like that, like dynamic. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, I, to me, this movie is on a lane of its own. I think it's interesting that all three movies have been pretty, like, very different from each other. Yeah. In doing time travel, I think I'd like talked about this before. I think it's so interesting with a theme of using time travel that you can just do so much with it. I think this movie is continuing in the course of like just how dynamic you can kind of uh, play into that uh, genre. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, how does it stack up up against the others? I mean, maybe the weakest, but it's not the time travel itself that is the weakest. Like, because the twist, like we keep saying, itself is interesting. It was cool. It felt pretty new, but just the storytelling itself was not great compared to the other movies in that sense. Yeah, like I I like the application of the of the radio as the mm. the um connection between the past and the present. Right. Um there's actually another there's a drama actually called Signal. It's a Korean drama which they that. they use uh radios yeah um to kind of like talk to each other from present and the future. But it's about like solving crime. Yeah. And that I think did a really good job of using that as a way of um, connecting the past and the present and giving you different like moments of tension and, mm-hmm. and paying it off really well. Yeah. I'm going to that sidebar. It's probably one of my favorite dramas of like all time. Yeah. It's super well done. Super great story. Well acted too. I love their well the acted. actors. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I remember clearly watching that and I thought it was a movie because like the pilot is super long. Yeah. And then I saw that there were like twelve more episodes <laughs> after that, and I was like, "There's more of this." Yeah, get out of town. Um, but the pilot's really good, actually. Like the pilot's a movie on its own. Yeah, it's great because the setup of the movie is 
the, there's a detective in the past and yeah. there's this uh, rookie detective in the future, well, in, in, the present. in the present. And the rookie detective like, gets this uh, radio and mm. he like talks to the guy from the past. But then he realizes that the guy from the past is going to die. Right, yeah, 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 and and that's like the big like um like the, the question for the whole for the whole series is like like when is he gonna, like, die? When is he gonna die? How is, how is he gonna die? And yeah. the guy in the future knows that he died, so he's like trying to yeah. figure out like when and where when and where and like like it's f- interesting because like every time that they use the radio, it's a different um person. Like it, it's a same dude, but from yeah. a different like moment in time. Oh, that's right, yeah. And so, because they try to do it with cold cases, right? Yeah. So like each like each episode is a different cold case. Yeah. Because like the crew that he is is in a cold case, mm-hmm. uh, uh out. squad. Yeah. And so the guy in the past was a detective in those timelines when the cold cases were actually happening. Yeah. So in the present, he's using him to, as a way to try to figure out those cold cases, right? Which are hot cases hot. in the past, so. right? Right. So, but then, like every time he uses the uh, the radio, it's like he's a dude from age. like yeah. yeah, a different moment in time. Yeah. So it's like you're It'd trying be like to like seventy five for one case, and then when he talks to him again, it's like eighty one or something. Mm. But yeah, I mean, highly recommend that show. It's great. Yeah, really it's like it's a show. really interesting way of using time travel there too. Yeah. With, I but it was but new. with the same mechanics, if you think about like in I terms of like radio. just like the radio, just a different like genre, like just crime solving kind of like in a yeah. thriller way um but yeah so interested for the next one which is changing gears again we're still in romance though but i think it is more more youthful it's more modern because i picked it <laughs> as you know someone who this doesn't one, like to leave 2000 this one is it looks very dated <laughs> the one that you watched there was an interesting like use of like sepia in the very beginning oh yeah 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 i was like and then the color i was, I was like, like really blessed. i was i wouldn't know if i was a big fan of that I but yeah i wasn't either but uh it's interesting i i, I did too kind of get confused of like i didn't i couldn't if you told me it was 79 beforehand i probably wouldn't have guessed like with Soon, because I really thought it was like two thousand or something. Soon, yeah, I didn't know she was like in the past. Yeah, either. exactly. And then until like, they, she said she was in seventy seven, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> so you're in the past. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there was like no shots of like a car or like you mm. know what I mean. Like even the house felt like fine; didn't feel like dated or whatever. Yeah, like the radio itself felt dated, but I just thought the club was yeah, into like that antique kind of like yeah, radio club exactly. or something like that. Like even the way that they dressed was, I mean, once I figured it out, I was like, okay, I guess. But yeah. even then I was like, I, I guess that's fine. It's nothing like so outdated. I feel like, yeah. you know, well, it's interesting because, you know, every time, you know, things from the past, you know, they always come back. So yeah, like right, right. trends and stuff. That <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. People tuck on their shirts and wear pillows and, now <laughs> all the time like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big deal but uh yeah <laughs> yeah um but anyway so next week we'll be watching my tomorrow your yesterday uh i want to say 15 or 16 this one i actually watched already oh, that's right mm. that's right did I, you watch it i did mm. just once though but it's been so long yeah i honestly forgot like the details of everything i remember enjoying it i remember liking it too i remember like it's a little complex on the mechanics that it uses yeah. a little bit because it's like i think they're like in two points of time i kind of give it away if anybody doesn't know well don't spoil it <laughs> I, I guess. you're gonna just spoil the whole thing <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like dude <laughs> after i said like i don't remember anything but i do remember it being confusing but it's like 
like a youthful romance at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Uh, I think the twist of this is more mechanical yeah, than yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. Whereas uh, the other really, films that we watched, like like this one we watched, it's not really mechanical. The twist isn't really mechanical. It's just more like the story is like a twist. Right, right. And the mechanic just kind of supporting it. Yeah. Yeah, here I remember like... It's very the, mechanically... Yeah, the twist, twist isn't revealed to like later and the twist itself is the time travel yeah. part. Whereas like the meat is... Well, I think we kind of already spoiled it by saying that, but uh, uh I, I guess you're gonna be looking. I mean, looking if you're going for to the it. series, you know it's time travel some way or another. Yeah. Like, I haven't really told you exactly what it is, but yeah, yeah. Anyways. So we'll see you next week. Hopefully, I feel like I'm gonna form a new opinion on it. No, I've mm. seen it that because I kind of forgot about what it felt like. But go check that out. Um, it's pretty popular, so you should be able to find it like anywhere. But until then, see you next week. Bye-bye.